for better and for worse. If you're in favor right now, tomorrow you may not be. If you can't catch a break right now, tomorrow you may be the flavor of the month. Welcome to Monday Morsels, the abbreviated companion to our full-length Friday interviews. This is Matthew Del Negro, and you're listening to 10,000 No's. I want to talk to you today about a new day is coming. Now, I already recorded one of these last week that was scheduled to be put out today, and it was called The Pros and Cons of a Vulnerability Hangover. And it has to do with something that I went through following the release of the book. And I like it, and I will put it out probably next week or the week after. But in the course of this past week's events with the election, I felt that I couldn't not address what's happening in the world. And if you've been listening for any time, you've probably realized that this show is typically not very topical. It's more evergreen. The issues and the themes that I discuss are generally more ongoing, not pertaining to current events. But this week, specifically this past weekend, being in Brooklyn and hearing the sounds of car horns and cowbells and people yelling in celebratory tones made me think about change. Change is all around us. It's happening constantly. As they say in one of my favorite films, Shawshank Redemption, get busy living or get busy dying. It's always happening. So I wanted to address it. Change. And I do so being very mindful that a lot of my friends and family are on both sides of the aisle. It's split for me. But all of these people are very near and dear to me and I respect them fiercely. And so this is as nonpartisan as I can make it. Anyone who knows me knows that I am not, despite having done the West Wing, I am not a political animal of any sort. I am not extremely well-informed on policy. I don't feel that I have the right to speak with authority about politics, while many of my friends around me do. But I do know a lot about psychology, And I do know a lot about humanity and behavior and belief systems and communication with others and with ourselves, because that's my area of expertise as an actor and now as a podcaster. That's what I'm into. And this idea of change, regardless of whether your candidate won or lost, this idea of change, it's it's something that I think is appropriate to be spoken about on this show because change is coming for all of us all the time. For better and for worse. If you're in favor right now, tomorrow you may not be. If you can't catch a break right now, tomorrow you may be the flavor of the month. None of us knows. All we can do is choose where we want to place our focus. We dedicate ourselves to that particular goal or ideal. We work hard. We try our best to be the best that we can be. And we also acknowledge our human frailty our inconsistencies, our contradictions. And when they let us down, we pick ourselves up, dust ourselves off, and get back in the game. Likewise, when the external world or forces outside of ourselves let us down or put us down, we have to do the same thing. Pick ourselves up, dust ourselves off, and get back in the game. With this idea of change, I think if we acknowledge it, if we embrace it, It doesn't hurt us as much as if we try to shield ourselves from it. 
I also think that there's, there's something that occurs around election time when feelings are heightened and emotions are heightened that can push us into something that I think can be a slippery slope if we're not careful. And that is this. While the passion for politics is incredible and amazing, and as Americans, this is our right to vote, to have a say. I've also seen some people that get very wrapped up in it, while at the same time, you look at their personal life and you wonder if they're putting as much focus into that as they are into the larger macro destiny of the country or the world. I think both are necessary. I think, for example, I could stand to be more politically astute to be more aware of policy and candidates, even down to local politicians. The truth, and I'm not necessarily proud of it, but the truth is, at this stage of my life at least, is that I have not been drawn to that as much as many of my friends. And yet, there are things that I am drawn to that I do go over with a fine tooth comb, and they don't. And that's what makes the world go round. But on the other hand, I think that maybe the, the lesson with the election, that this bigger picture, the, 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 the one party is in favor or one party is in power, and then that shifts and another party comes into power and then they, that may shift back. It's like a pendulum. And if we, if we look at it like that and then apply that to our own particular life, our own smaller sphere and realize that the pendulum shifts like that. It swings back and forth for all of us in every aspect. Maybe professionally right now for you, the pendulum is in a terrible spot because of the pandemic. Maybe your entire industry has been shut down or you're forced into unemployment. At the same time, that very same pendulum that caused that has also swung in a way that personally, on a familial level, you've spent a lot more time with your family, with your kids. Maybe you were working so much before and things were going so well and then that came to a grinding halt and now you are forced to examine these other relationships. That's life. That's how it happens. And the point of this little rant is just to remind you that this is what it is. The, these are the ebbs and flows of life. And the more you acknowledge them, the less they will freeze you in your tracks when they happen. For everyone who is happy about who our new president will be, congratulations. And remember that, as he said in his acceptance speech, it is, it is not about our own particular party. It is... It is more about all of America and being inclusive. And for those of you whose candidate lost, remember that same thing. This was the voters' will. And I'm sure someone's saying, no, it's rigged and all of that. But this, as far as we can tell, is the voters' will. And the pendulum, at some point, it'll shift back your way. Right now, what can be learned from this and and how you can continue to conduct your own life and your own ideals that you're fighting for through your vote, how you can carry on, but also accept what is, is knowing that part of what accepting what is means that you're accepting that there is change. Change is not all bad. Sometimes we fear change because it's unfamiliar and it's scary and it's not what we're accustomed to. But as the tagline to this podcast suggests, failure is opportunity. So if your candidate failed to get to the election, 
or to, to, to win the election, maybe there's an opportunity in this moment for you, for your party, for the nation, for humanity. Make friends with what is. That works on a personal level. It works on a national and global level. Whether we're talking about this election, the global pandemic, or an issue that comes up for you this week. Make friends with what is. And what is, is change. So make friends with change. Lean into it. Embrace it. And see what it's asking you to let go of. And what space it's providing for you to create something new, whether that's a new belief, a new service, or a new habit, or a new job. It's never over. Everything is progress. It's two steps forward, one step back. Sometimes you're the one stepping forward. Sometimes you're the one stepping back. And that, that is what it is. And so I just urge you as you go into this week, to embrace whatever it is new that's coming at you. I'm not just talking about the election. I'm talking about everything. You know, it it could be something with your family. It can be something with you personally or at work. Try to look at it with some acceptance and use it in a way that helps you rather than hurts you. I want to say thank you to everybody who has been buying the book. It's been really cool to see. I've been posting a bunch of um, pictures and videos and endorsements on social media. Uh, I really, really appreciate it. More importantly, I'm really glad that I'm getting a lot of notes and emails and calls uh, and texts and everything from friends and family that I really respect who... uh, have really enjoyed the book and feel like they're getting value out of it. That makes me feel good. That, that makes me feel better than whether it's selling like hotcakes because I know that what it is is actually uh, serving a purpose and the purpose that I, I put it together for. So thank you for that. Also a reminder, if you did read it, I really appreciate it. And if you could, I hate to ask you one more thing, but if you could leave a review on Amazon and Goodreads, apparently that really helps because when people go to search up the book, if they see there are no reviews, they go, oh God, what is this? So I think people have really been enjoying it. So I just like to get that word out and I can't do that myself. I can't say, hey, yeah, you know, everybody says they really like it. You should see all the texts. It doesn't work like that. So if you can leave those reviews, that's awesome. I appreciate it. Um, Have a great, great week. We will see you on Friday. Got some really cool episodes coming up. Um, Aldous Hodge from City on a Hill that I'm working on right now. Uh, I've got two episodes coming up with him. And um, one of them is actually a lot more topical than our typical uh, conversation on 10,000 No's. So I think that is going to be a really good one. Um, And I also think the one that uh, we get into his classic origin story, you're going to dig that as well. All right, that is it. Take care. Thanks for listening to Monday Morsels on 10,000 No's. Any love you can give us by spreading the word to family and friends is greatly appreciated. And be sure to check out our full-length episodes every Friday. We'll see you then.